everyone welcome to this episode of caroline talks today i am joined by filmmaker giant somalica and i'm producer shafali bushel to talk about their film a match but it had its world premiere here in tiff um 2023 and i really enjoyed the film i saw the film and i'm so happy for for giant and shafali to join me because this film is really i really enjoy films about young women finding themselves is I think it it has some humorous bits, but it's also a very serious film because it talks about female. I I wouldn't even say female. I would say female enlightenment in the fact that these characters are learning to discover themselves, especially the the female lead. And she's so interesting to me as a character because she's she's young and she knows what she wants, but she's still kind of insecure because she has to deal with society's pressures. I'm so excited to talk to them about this film called A Match about a young girl who is being ma- meeting with matchmakers to meet the man she's supposed to marry but i think it's also about her finding herself as a person so it's a match for herself as a person so thank you so much for joining thank me today you, to talk you. about thank the you. film thank you right um so for i first have to ask you giant um i have to say for a male director to write a film like this and to make a film like this where it centers a female character especially a young uh, a young woman who is dealing with the the pressures of patriarchy and discovering like she wants to find herself as a, as an individual but she's being held down by her parents she's being held up by her father and by society i have to ask you as a male director and writer what inspired you to make this particular story like wait what made you say you know i'm a male director i can write this story uh see uh i have seen this uh, whole uh, matchmaking process since mm-hmm. my childhood because i am the youngest one i have two sisters mm-hmm. older sister so they uh, got like arranged marriage yeah. they uh, uh, the same uh, whatever to, uh, you see in the film the same happened with them they go to uh, go through that uh, matchmaking process uh, the the girls uh, used to like sit uh, sit on the stool and surrounded by the uh, group of uh, men mm-hmm. and they ask question so i have seen this uh, whole uh, process since my childhood and uh, but uh, in 1916 like uh, sorry 2016 2016 <laughs> when i uh, went with my cousin mm-hmm. uh, to for his matchmaking basically yeah. so uh, i was there among the group of men and i wondered ki, what must have been gone uh, to, um, in the head of that girl mm-hmm. and what uh, what she uh, she's feeling so that time because in childhood i never um uh, 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 thought about it the whole process because as i but uh, in 2016 like uh, when i was in this field i was like little curious and i was like little disturbed mm. by the whole process so i thought to ma- to say something about this matchmaking process and about this uh, traditional uh, um, it's a tradition basically so uh, in marathi it is called kanda pohacha karyakram mm. so so i want to say something i want to say about the whole patriarchy uh, so then uh, i wrote a script in 2017 and uh, now in last year like this year we made this film right and for you i'm shafali as a producer how did you become involved in project with giant especially uh, when you, when you I, i'll ask you that first because i have a question to you about regard about your perception as a as a woman but first off how did you become involved with the project with giant 
Well, I got involved in the project with Jen because I got involved with him. <laughs> <laughs> I am here also married to each other. Oh, really? I didn't know. <laughs> So yes, uh, so so therefore. But it's not arranged marriage. It's a love marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So therefore, uh, we've been uh, sort of bouncing boards for each other yeah. for for the many years that we've known each other, mm. creatively and uh, logistically, and in many ways. So uh, that's how I got involved with the film, and um, we decided. I am one of the four producers who have uh, pooled resources to make this film. Jent is one of them, and me, and two other very close friends and well-wishers. Um, so, I've been part of the entire journey, mm. and I've been his main cheerleader from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, as his main cheerleader, and as a woman, like when he first conceptualized the idea of making this film, what was your first thought? For you personally, and then what did you tell him when you were when you when you heard what he had to say about the film and his thoughts? Oh, I uh, when he first narrated the incident to me, I said, "Oh, wow, this is really mm -hmm. interesting. This the way that this goes on, and and you must uh, yes, you absolutely must write this as a film." So he's then yeah, he started writing after that. Mm, yeah, I I have to say, um, this is I've always known about this tradition because I grew up in I'm, I'm from Barbados, but there's in Barbados there's a lot of um. Hindu um, people. Yeah. We have a pretty sizable Hindu and Muslim. Um, Population and both um, both cultures have like matchmaking cultures and like I watch a lot of films from not only India but also like Southeast Asia and East Asia. They have like matchmaking is a big part of the cultures. But then ironically, like in Europe, it's the same thing. Like people will think of like if I will, I will admit when people watch this film, they probably think of like Jane Austen, like those kind of books and like Charlotte Charlotte Bronte, but. Like matchmaking has always been a part of I think global culture, right. you know. But when I watched it, I was so happy to see not only the perception, the having that that perception from a young girl, but having it told directly to us. Like the opening shot is her. I love this opening sequence because it's her sitting down and she's having the opportunity to interview a young man. You know, like yeah. she's the one who's asking him, "How much do you weigh? How tall are you? What's your education? Who's your family?" And I love that you, that's the first thing that we get to see about the film. So I, I have to ask you, when you were, because this film is told so specifically from the, from the, uh, the purview of the protagonist, how did you go casting? Because I think the casting for this film is so important because like everything that happens works because of who you cast for the film. So tell us about finding your protagonist for this film. Yeah, casting is a very interesting process for this film because um, I don't know whether you uh, know, but uh, all the actors are like non-actors. Mm -hmm. All the actors uh, are from the same village and nearby town. So even Savita, uh, who, Nandini, who plays Savita in the film, mm -hmm. uh, she is a third year student from the uh, from the same college uh, which I have shown in the film. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so I was looking for a uh, kind of like a uh, girl, like uh, who is little not but short in height mm -hmm. and uh, uh, fetish look and uh, should be in third year, like age uh, age point of view. So uh, uh, we started uh, auditioning many girls in the same college. Mm. Uh, and uh, we found Savita. The, there is a very uh, interesting um, story about her. 
we audition lot of girls mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the, the on the same day we audition her also but so audition is like just introduction introduce yourself and uh, uh, like uh, if you are prepared something then please act very kind because they are uh, those who are not actors so right. it's just 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 kind of basically how comfortable how uh, uh they are in front of camera confident basically, confident, basically. Mm-hmm. so uh we audition lot of girls then uh, audition done uh, and we were like packing everything so the nandini came to me and see uh she asked me sir can i do once more so i'm like no we have your tape we have we'll let you know the result no sir i can do better okay. <laughs> no no it's okay no sir i can cry is okay no, i can dance so she was like very hungry and yeah. very, i like her passion like like uh, so uh, next day we um, we were auditioning few more people in the nearby town mm-hmm. and like audition was going on and in the middle of audition i saw the same girl pregnantini like mm-hmm. i said why did you come yeah. today also <laughs> छोटा सीन फ्रॉम द फिल्म एंड Uh, she came back after half an hour and uh, she performed the scene, and I found she has that uh, inner. Uh, what, what was I looking for? Like in Savita, right. that uh, uh, what you can the say? The gravitas. The gravitas. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The because by look and by management, she was like perfect. But by, uh, but in inner, the inner state, I found um, in uh, Nandini, and that day I decided this is this is my Savita. Mm-hmm. Right. and uh, i think that was uh, yeah uh, that we uh, we found her like savita yeah and uh, there yeah. are many other girls also shortlisted yeah. but i think he had his mind set on her from yeah. that day right so we did try out other girls as well but he kept going back to the thought of casting her as savita and finally he did and it worked and out she well. done a very fabulous job uh, she's the first time actor not only actor we can uh, we can call it non actor because mm-hmm. they never dreamed of the facing film camera yeah. uh, uh, and like everybody in india everybody want to become actor like <laughs> everybody <laughs> man this is our shot <laughs> yeah so yeah but but like people like uh, when we shot the film in the village like the people from village like the, the her father mother they are very regular uh, villagers mm-hmm. they never ever uh, like dream top uh, working in the film or facing any film camera okay so i so because all of them are known actors i have yeah. to ask you what was their i what would they they think of the story because I, because this is a story i think where you're kind of challenging mm. the culture but in a very subtle and in a very smart way because mm. you're for these and it's the characters they're begin like especially for savita she's beginning to think wait this matchmaking this culture of matchmaking that we have is putting so much expectations on me you know she's like thinking i'm being treated like an object I'm being judged by right. people who don't know me, people right. who don't love me, people who want, who don't even intend to have a, a relationship with me and she's like thinking going through all of these these steps. 
I what am I? What am like? What is my value as a person? What is my value as a as a as a girl? What's my value as a as a potential mother and a caretaker? And she's going through all of this, but. The what I love about the film is it doesn't explicitly say that. It's all inferred. You know, if you pay attention to the things that she says, if you pay attention to the things that her father says, I think the father is a very interesting character because he himself is being judged by society. He himself is, as he's upholding these patriarchal traditions, he's struggling with the whole idea of, but wait, is patriarchy negatively affecting me too? But he doesn't realize that he's asking these questions. So what did you, so what was the, um, while you were doing these auditions, did any like um, Nadili or any of the cast and anyone that you were working with have any thoughts on the story and like what you were trying to do, which is like say, think about this from a different perspective. Like how you said, you never thought about about the whole matchmaking from the perspective of the girl, but in the film you're kind of doing this and you're asking people to think about her perspective. I think. Uh First of all, I never shared the whole script with them. Oh, <laughs> like, okay, <right>. yeah. <laughs> because uh, for them, uh, like uh, uh, acting in the film was like itself was a very right. big, big thing. Mm-hmm. But huh, uh, talking about the subject and whole uh, uh, Darotra, the who plays uh, uh, sorry uh, uh, name uh, Tarana, who plays Darotra, like Savita's yeah, father. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we discuss the thing like they see uh, they knows they they are just following traditions mm-hmm. like ma- whole the matchmaking process they never question themselves yeah. or they never question system they are uh, I don't uh, they might feel this is bad but they never question because like you know some tradition are going on they right. just you go with the flow so then I uh, like you did <laughs> you, know, you, you were going to the floor so you had a, you had that like bubble yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I when I we discussed the script when I uh, told about the story they um, I think they they uh, uh, thankfully they never questioned Mickey why you are showing this uh, like this uh, you are like uh, making some comment our system they never they they had faith on me they had faith on the subject mm-hmm. and they said you are doing like they are you, you are doing really good like because there should be discussion there should be some because um, as I said I was uh, 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 I see uh, I saw all the process in my childhood but never question mm-hmm. but in 2016 I feel little like this was I, I have this engineering background background uh, I had uh, like my seniors uh, rag me in first year so when the girl was uh, sitting there and people were asking question it felt like it's a not dragging ragging but it's a kind of ragging ki, uh, so, so that uh, time I thought ki, no we have to talk about it and he has a feminist yeah. for a wife <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you, know, because it's a very feminist film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a film, and that's one of the subplots in the film is like she has this teacher who, I was just like, sorry, you need to step away. But she has this teacher who's teaching sociology. He's, yeah, he's yeah. teaching about feminism. Yeah. But as he's teaching about feminism, he's telling, he's asking his students, what is feminism? You know, yeah. what is, uh, what is, uh, what's, women empowerment. what is women, female empowerment? Yeah. He's kind of contradicting that with his own actions outside hey. of school, right? He's, I'm like, you're, te- you're teaching female apartment, but you're looking at this young girl. First of all, you're her teacher, conflict of interest right there. That's inappropriate. But then it's just like you're, you're, you're teaching it from a theoretical point, but you're not living it from a practical point. So I wanted to ask you now as a feminist, like from <laughs> your perspective as not only as a feminist, but I, I'm, I want from having like maybe seen other, seen other 
young women go through this, whether in your family or in, in, in your neighborhood, seeing a story being told from the perspective where you, where you, where you were just like, finally, someone is thinking about how we feel in this moment, how we are being looked at as cattle. And I do have to say, me being black from the Caribbean, like my, my, my culture, my heritage comes from slavery, you know, from like um, Africans that were brought up to the Caribbean. And it made me think of how like people like especially for women we're always judged on our looks you know like what can we do for other people and it's the same way like for um enslaved africans it was the same way we would be put on the sail block and people would judge us on our bodies you know on the on the way of like like is this is this slave going to be good for working in the field is this going to be someone to work in the house you know like is she childbearing and that kind of stuff so when i saw the film it kind of made me think about that how we were always judged you know how women in particular always judge about what we can do for other people so from a, a feminist perspective what was your thoughts on the film being focused on a woman like and and showing her per, and showing it from her perspective no i think it's absolutely fantastic because um, you know uh, he and i will often get into a debate about um, there are things that happen in society uh, how women are um, meant to play a certain role they'll eat after the men, they'll serve the men first, the hot food, and mm -hmm. then if there is, a, they'll eat after that, and if suppose yeah. it gets over, then they'll just skip that, or they'll they'll start making it afresh, etc. Mm -hmm. So he and I often discuss that, you know, I, I, I'm not comfortable with this, and we should talk about it. And he'll say, it's okay, I mean, you know, <laughs> things change slowly. Yeah. Uh, these are traditions, and they're used to it, and they're not even thinking about it in a certain way, so you have to give it time. And so I think I'm a lot more vocal mm -hmm. and I think that he uh, is more effective because <laughs> he's uh, not vocal in the situation yeah. but then he'll go and make a film about it which will make a lot more people think. So I think that's a good strategy and I'm really happy for that. So <laughs> because see, uh, see uh, comes from a very different uh, background, mm -hmm. uh, I come from a different background, like I, I come from the same society, same village. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, I think uh, so. Uh, in rural India, basically, in rural, uh -huh, the things are still like they are changing, mm -hmm. as he said. It takes time. Uh, the things are changing, but uh, like, but in urban India, uh, like in in terms of arranged marriage, like girl and boy talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Like there, uh, there is an arranged marriage, but people like girl and boy talk. But in uh, rural India, uh, again, uh, girls have no like no freedom. Mm. to ask questions to the the suitor or a match or they uh, they don't talk uh, before the marriage mm. now people talk on the phone or text like <laughs> <laughs> but not like very comfortable right yeah. again it depends on the class caste wherever you come from mm -hmm. your economic status like what i show in the film is like uh, they they are from very middle class people they are farmer family mm, not so again it's a very uh, it's a class and uh, you can say casting right yeah, yeah. right and, and the thing is even though this this story is set in rural india yeah. um i think it's a it's a very universal story because the yeah. other was saying like for um like even like me from the caribbean i even living here in like um, in canada north america like yeah. women are still very much judged on our right, looks right, you know right. and i said it's like we're judging what we can do for for people right. and like even when you're when you're dating dating is kind of the same mm -hmm. concept you know oh, dating yeah. is yeah. just like you're getting to know the person but you're thinking ahead what can you do for me as a, as a spouse you know what can you do for me <laughs> as a boyfriend right. or a girlfriend you know or partner can i see you being a, a, a good provider can i see you being a good 
a, a good a good companion you know like are you someone i can see my life with but the thing the difference is is that when you're being matchmaked in these in these specific situations in the film you don't get that opportunity to, to, to test the person you know you don't get that time to see is this person someone i can build a life with the girls aren't even afforded that chance like you know it's the people outside their relationship that's doing that for them because even and i appreciate you showing it that even for the um the the young men they're not even given a voice you know, it's their yeah. uncles, their cousins, the grandfathers, it's these other men making the choices for them. So I appreciate that you show that for many of the young men, they themselves have don't have a choice. Right. You know, they themselves are just sitting there listening and like not having much of an opinion. And, and it kind of shows like patriarchy damages both men and women. Yes. You know, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's dangerous to both men and women and in speaking about that the other option the other side of that was her father i, I think sabita's father he he's kind of a heartbreaking character where like this man is willing to put himself in debt to pay this money to the to this this man who is this um this young man's uh, cousin i believe and he's willing to put himself in debt for this man and you're thinking oh this is a very stupid thing to do like how could you put yourself and your family in debt you're willing to lose your 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 farm but then the more i thought about it is like he himself is bowing to, to pressure, you know? He himself is trying to live up to this idea of what a good father is. Like, him him being poor, he he's, is looked at as a failure. Not necessarily for him, because he was happy before. Right. But now he has this uh, this complete stranger telling him, you have to pay me these five five um, these five um, rupees, right. and but it's, the equivalent is a lot of money. And he's thinking, I don't match up to this person. And, you know, it makes you think, why is it we like strangers dictate what we can and can't do you know like my family was perfectly happy my family was fine. well not perfectly happy that like, there were still struggles but he didn't feel inadequate as a father you know he didn't feel inadequate as a man till this other person came and say you can't serve you can't do this so therefore you're not you're worthless so i want you both to talk about showing that other side of patriarchy and how it affects men especially in in particular in like indian society or in societies where for instance how the matchmaking affects the men as well I think uh, in arranged marriage, this kind of setup, the boy side, boy side, the boy side has a power. Like yeah. again, it's a patriarch. Like uh, girl's father, uh, I always say there is a saying, you know, that uh, uh, the uh, the marriages are made in heaven, mm -hmm. but to make it happen. Someone has to go through hell. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's so, like, you that <laughs> so most of them is a uh, girl and uh, her family. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, most of them is a girl and her family. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, so uh, the boy side the uh, has always uh, they are like on uh, pedestal. Uh, pedestal like like they 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 demand. Right. They come. Uh, they come to see girl. They ask questions, and they, if they like, they uh, uh, whatever. They then uh, uh, ask for dowry. Mm -hmm. They ask for uh, anything like like big presentation, like a uh, 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 motorcycle, car, anything. So always um, again, it's a power dynamics. Like uh, 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 boy side is uh, like. Uh, got the upper hand. Got, got a, um, uh, upper hand. So the uh, the scene you are describing. So again, there is a patriarchy, like patriarchy within patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a power. You can say power game. Yeah. So because uh, uh, the Dalatra is like from middle class family, and he's like farmer. Uh, he's like no, you bechara person. Huh? But the the uh, the professor's father is like 
बिल्ट टू फैमिली दे कम फ्रॉम वेरी लाइक क्या बोलते सिक्योरिटी सो आई थिंक Yeah, you can add more about patriarchy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's true because yeah. in the Caribbean it's the same. If you have a government job, you are set because like you, well, even if you 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 you're, I think it's if you stay past like a certain amount of years, like you you're basically in enshrined in your position, and then once you retire, like your goal your golden parachute is set. Like you get like forever pension, right? And your pension is like pretty high, and like yeah, people love it if you get a government job. You're just like, I'm gonna stay here for. even uh, uh like a uh, government job uh, is demand like uh, they are uh, ask for a better dowry mm. so next comes an engineer which he gave up ah! like, <laughs> like her parents must have been like why like professor engineer no. and government job like if you are a is officer ips officer uh, or whatever in most uh, in many part of the india like they demand like any like like mm. a, a very big amount dowry mm. uh, is a is not a, it's a thing but they can ask anything if you have government job uh, and to free and for you like in talk like you just mentioned that I'm the engineer job like what was it like for you watching this kind of story <laughs> being played out on on screen because as i said it made me think like i I've, i've thought about how patriarchy affects men you know and how it affects young boys but in seeing how this this particular instance is played out on screen i just like you know what like the dads themselves um are under pressure too like, you know like some of them may not want to marry off their daughters but it's what is expected of them so they go ahead and do it anyway knowing that their daughters are going to resent them and they may ruin their relationships no i think uh, like he said we come from different backgrounds so i've uh, grown up in urban india mm. where things are different but if you like scratch the surface beneath that they're not very different mm-hmm. because there may not be this kind of an objectification overtly mm. but beneath the surface it's the same because yeah. there is a lot of pressure on a girl to get married at the right time if the girl is not married and she is a certain age then uh, you know that is there something wrong you know is there a problem why isn't she getting married and there may not be an uh, sort of a demand for dowry but there are expectations for there to be a certain amount of gifts that the girl's family will give naturally it's not a demand but mm-hmm. it's there so i think the things are done in more undercover ways in urban india but they are still done mm-hmm. the process i think in urban india the process is different in urban uh, india and rural india but the mentality is same the mentality <laughs> is the same, same. They, yeah. even rich people or in urban india uh they look for stability they yeah. uh, they look financial for uh, financial stability the main thing um they check the backgrounds of the girl they check the background <laughs> <laughs> 
me. I was, they were like, what clan is your mother? I was like, listen to me. The only difference is the process, I think. Baki, everything is saying like club. Yeah, and the yeah, patriarchy yeah. is also very prevalent. I'm, I'm sure it's global. Yeah. I think we women, even in urban India, we are conditioned to behave in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's been a traditional upbringing thing that we've grown up with. So even today, I think I consider myself a very progressive woman. Right. Uh, but I think I take on certain roles. It's very difficult for me to shake them off mm. and to not worry about uh, where, uh, if there are guests at home, then what are they going to eat and is there going to be food? I feel like it's my responsibility. He may want to share it, but it's my conditioning. Yeah, it's that I conditioning, can. basically. Mm. So the patriarchy and the notions of what women must or must not do are quite embedded. Right. In our hearts and minds. Right, because we, we're we're thought we're taught from very young, you know, like um, to look after the house, clean, sweet, cook, yeah. prepare the clothes, do the laundry. Like I grew up with my twin sister and our brother ten years older, and our mom taught him to do all of that him, um, himself. Like he, because he's ten years older. But even then, like not just her, but like all the other mothers that I knew and the grandmothers, like they still. Expect us to do these things not for ourselves, but for if you get married, you know, they'll be saying, If you were doing this, like, what would your husband think? I'm like, What are you asking me about a husband? Like, I'm not looking for a husband right now, but that's the that's the first thing they'll say. If you can't cook something, would your husband be satisfied with this meal? I'm just, I'm like, Why should I and why should we think about a man that I don't even know? But that's how it is, you know, yeah. we're expected to think of these things in context of marriage, in context right. of being a mother, right. in context of being a caregiver people that you don't even know you know and then um and i know i want to talk a bit more about the technical aspects of the film because i think what you guys did with the technical aspects of the film is very interesting like i mentioned the father um and him like wanting to sell the land the farm the cotton farm which i thought was interesting that it was a cotton farm but um to to pay off this diary but I, there's a scene that i love i think it's probably my favorite scene in the film where he's talking on the phone with the teacher with the professor's um cousin the person who's um arranging the the, the, the meetup. The professor's father. It's the professor's father, sorry, right? He's arranging this meetup, but while they're on the phone, they're both talking. It's like the subtext is there. It's all about selling, right. buying and selling. So they're right. talking on the phone about this diary, but the professor's father is in this market and he's. Every time the the, the, far, the farmers are saying he, they are saying this is our person. Richard. He's haggling. Yeah. You know, and like he's thinking that he's he's telling um, Savita's father, oh, like you're not, you don't have enough money. You're not doing this. You don't not doing that. But he's still he being very cheap. Yeah. He's bargaining. And he's yeah. also being very cheap because they they name a person. He's like you can't come down lower. And if they can't come down lower, he's moving on. Yeah. I was thinking you're a hypocrite because you're you don't even want to pay the 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 dowry price for these vegetables for this produce, but you're demanding that someone else pay this diary that you're that you're bargaining for so i love that particularly scene i think it's my favorite in the film because yeah. it's just supposed with savita and her her i think her her education because it's like she's bargaining her education at the same time you know like she's bargaining can i keep my education can i continue my education but can i still do this you know and it's like there's a give and take but then sometimes you lose you know, so she, I saw her as at the farms in the market where no matter what she does, no matter what price she offers, that like she's gonna keep, she's gonna lose out in the end. So when you, I want both of you to talk about this from your perspective as a producer, but then also as the director, like doing those particular scenes. So I, I love that scene. I love when you have a scene where it's like the whole theme comes down into something that's happening in the background. Like they're talking, but everything, the whole context of the film is in that one particular sequence. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, you spoke a lot about that scene. <laughs> I never thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love. I was. I really, I really I was just like, oh, this is like. No, no, very good. Like, uh, I, I felt very good after. You know, you you got the film basically. Mm-hmm. You got the film, and you you are like um, dissecting it like anything. <laughs> so <laughs> very good, <laughs> very nicely. So uh, again. Uh, 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 is a mentality basically um, uh, though he's rich he's affluent but he's a kya order backward in his like he's retrogressive mm. the father of the, uh, the boy right he has the same thing like the old thinking regressive uh, 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 thinking he's like he's doing the same thing basically mm. he's like as you rightly said the we are treating the girl as commodity in the whole whole the film the they are like judging on her look on their height so same thing he's doing Mm-hmm. Like for the five rupee, ten rupees, uh, uh, like bangal, uh, like uh, bangal, uh, 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 eggplant. No, bangal, bangal. Eggplant. Acha, the 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 vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you, that's not the eggplant. Bangal, bangal, bangal. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no wonder the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, vegetable. So like he's judging mm, bangal is a five rupee. No, it's it's too costly. Mm. Mm. Like. he's to so i want to show the same thing like he's uh, how uh, how he's uh, judging the bangan or his uh, community he's doing the same thing with her and he said if um, you pay me or my son has many choices like right. huh, he will get anything like so she is exactly see, like the eggplant egg, yeah huh, agar uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to say. No, it's okay. It's okay. Take your time. If if this bengal is uh, like uh, costly, I I can uh, go to another shop and mm-hmm. can buy another bengal. Even though the, even uh, yeah. though he can't afford the right price. I can buy. It's like, huh? I can buy. No, short though. I can buy this. Uh, if you are not uh, ready to uh, pay me this price, mm-hmm. I can go ahead. It's a buyer's market. It's a buyer's market. It's a bias market, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, is like he can't afford it, but he just yeah. wants to be cheap. Yeah, you know, he wants to be difficult, yeah. and that's the thing. Rich people can be some of the cheapest people, you know. Yes, and it's very true. They'll okay. spend money on like a watch or thing, but when it comes to the things that affect other people, they'll, they'll be so cheap. <laughs> like, the, like the professor, the professor, like he has no say. Mm-hmm. The professor father, like he, uh, the professor father said, "Ki my uh, my son will not go uh, uh, against against my word." Like there is a again there, uh, we have to send the patriarchy like he's the like he's a boss because uh, uh, I uh, basically uh, I my son had uh, have many choices and if you are ready to pay this amount I'm okay otherwise yeah okay. yeah I mean yeah. that's that's also patriarchy right yeah like, it's the father who will decide father who basically the son doesn't yeah. have a voice right it doesn't necessarily uh, uh, do with girls but even the son even the ha uh, they have no, no no word they have no say because they are like no oh my father is great my father is uh, so they are like uh, that's also the conditioning and tradition that yeah has been Right. Yeah. right, and I want to talk about another aspect of conditioning in the culture, yeah. and is and this is something I think is very um, subtle. I was wondering if it was intentional. Um, so like one of the things that happens is Savita eventually they're going to kind of like a speed dating situation where there's all of these young men, young women came come up. They give their the same thing that she says in being the film height, weight, their background, right. their education level. But one thing I found that was very interesting. There's a banner. 
that's displayed outside the meeting uh, the meeting square and this banner has someone who a woman who's very clear skin has very um, narrow features and it's the, and I know with regards to like in Indian culture there is colorism is very rampant right. you know like right. people like you have like the Brahmins I don't know is it still politically correct to say Brahmins because I know there's like the different cat like you mentioned the cast but yeah. there's like the Brahmins that's what they, I think this is what it used to be called in Barbados but like they're very clear skin very um people who looked like Ashwarya right you know like <laughs> but that's what it would be but that's like who's on the banner you know this young woman who could like pass for that but then all the young women who are there in person like, yeah. look like Savita they're darker skin they're like more look more natural like they have curvier figures they're not like a size zero yeah. you know they're not models so I, I when I saw that I was thinking this is how in people's mind this is what these setting up these young men and their parents to think this is who's going to be there and then when they go to, and see the reality the reality is something completely different you know so i wanted to ask you about that because it also talks about how in, in like in society kind of like teaches these men expect the perfect wife you know right, like right. she's got she has to have the perfect face perfect the perfect body, body, perfect, body yeah. and all of this but then when they see women who are regular looking women you know just like everyday women they're like uh, I might as well settle for you. Mm. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like doing like a mind game at the beginning, and then right. it's just like kind of messes with them when they're going. So talk about that particular right. sequence, and then how that plays into the whole. Into I the think whole hard, like uh, yeah. it's uh, like India. I don't know about the world, but I even know the whole world. Uh, very obsessed with the fair skin. Oh, it's the same yeah. in the Caribbean. Same, huh? Yeah. Everywhere. 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 Yeah. Everywhere. We call Everywhere. it a paper yeah. bag as if you're darker than a paper. If you're somebody with my complexion, yeah. you're just like considered to be less attractive. The, like, the same thing. I, yeah. What I've shown in the film is the same thing. Like, uh, even for Savita, why uh, she, she's not uh, getting married? Uh, 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 but because she's short in height, mm -hmm. she's, uh, she's not uh, fair skin. Uh, she has not spared him. Uh, in one discussion, uh, the the guest uh, mm -hmm. goes outside and discuss her mm -hmm. skin. The uh, one of them said, "But I I found her fairer. No, check her elbow." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so like people look at her like. Mm, and I the think, boy yeah. in that discussion, uh -huh. he says, uh, "Yeah, yeah, she's quite short." Short. And, and he, he himself is very short. short. He's short. <laughs> so uh, exactly. So. I think uh, the colorism is all over. Um, so I want to address that uh, point. Um, you uh, actually noticed a very good thing that on the uh, uh, the uh, uh, billboard holdings there is a fair uh, because uh, when you see matrimonial ads in India, I, I think it is true to uh, all the world. But in uh, matrimonial ads, uh, there is special requirement: girl with fair skin, height uh. uh, uh, should be like whatever a uh, 5.6 to 5.8 there should be a uh, like a body like good figure so i think these are the observations i have uh, uh, tries to portray in the mm -hmm. film so i think it's a reality uh, there is nothing uh, uh, <laughs> much to say because it's all over the world yeah uh, yeah and uh, and in uh, rural india I think uh, it's a fair, uh, the, the fairer you are, you are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with, be beautiful means you are fair. Right. It's nothing to do with your eyes, your uh, presence. Uh, the fairer means you are beautiful. Yeah. That's why the, there is so much market of uh, fairness, fairness cream and uh, talcum powder. Although uh, last year there was a very uh, 
there is a protest. Uh, that's why the uh, the uh, the parent fairness came parent lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, huh? they changed their name to I think. They they uh, drop the word fair fair and lovely. Ah. Uh-huh. So because fair and lovely has a whole a huge market in India. With all the uh, stars like uh, mm-hmm. film industry like uh, actors, they endorse uh, fairness uh, fairness cream. So people from rural India, people who are like uh, whiteish like like dark, they like. I know because I also use Ferrero Lolis in my childhood. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know how it is because actually those products were sold, sold in Barbados and they're sold in Africa so, too. Like, it's, yeah, it's so I, I know, I know. So uh, do the cream, Ferrero Lolis cream, and put like this, 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 mm. this, and massage. And talcum powder. It's <laughs> and used powder. in rural India all the time. All the time. Just take talcum powder. I, yeah, yeah. It's the same in the Caribbean. Like growing up, it was the same thing. Mm. Like bleaching creams and bleaching. So I used right. to, I used to be very soft as I mentioned very self-conscious because like people tell me about my dark skin so I, there was a soap called Tura and it was actually light it's like light like the thing you would use to like wash clothes but the girls would we wash our faces with it because like it would eventually bleach out your skin because it's meant to wash detergent it's like a laundry detergent mm-hmm. and like it's a, it's a, it has the same effect the the elbow like it's the same thing in the Caribbean right, even babies right. are born you look at the elbow people say oh look at the elbows or look at the ears right. you can tell how dark they're going to be by looking right, at right, the right. ears so it's the same thing so when right, that right. scene with the mom was like look at her elbows I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like no, you I, can't uh, you, you can hide uh, this face yeah we can hide, hide the elbows yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's, it's the same thing so I want to ask you no uh, we're, I think we're going to have to um, wrap no because I think you're getting ready to close down okay. shush um, <laughs> um, so I, I, for for a, for a woman growing up in a, in a society where looks are, I think next to wealth and status, it's looks. You know, like how do you maintain your um, your confidence? Like for me, it took me years to find myself confidence and be happy with how I look. And I can't even really say that one hundred percent because sometimes I still have like the little thoughts in my head, things that people would say. But like how do, for you, like when you're in and finding yourself in a society that demands so much of women that you know judges women and like says oh you're not good enough just for existing in the body that you're in but how do you find that surety and like then putting that into your career because you're, you're a producer for this film and then you you have to in the film industry anywhere like women are we still have to fight for our positions and you know, hold on to it so like for you um, Shafali how do you hold on to that and how did, how did you find it well, for me, um, I think uh, I it was relatively easier because I grew up in a family that uh, was so-called progressive and uh, they really encouraged me to do whatever I wanted to do. But yes, I see it all around me all the time. And uh, it's it boils down to simple things like, uh, you know, uh, I'm a filmmaker as well. I'm mm-hmm. a producer and a director. And in my debut film, I had uh, I wanted to cast a girl who is not fair mm. and I uh, received a lot of resistance for that from prospective financiers and um, so and she's very attractive and very striking but again everything is she, be fair, yeah, yeah. she, she should be fair yeah. and um, so for me I think um, there are battles I think there are battles that we must fight within ourselves mm-hmm. more than with the outside world because if we go out there and we are oblivious to any of it and we insist on what we want for the right reasons, then I think they take us that much more seriously. Hmm. So it is our own conditioning and our internal battles that we have to fight more than 
any others right we gotta break the my mom would say break the cycle but we, we have to break like you said the conditioning you know because yeah. that stuff does get become very ingrained in us especially if we're told it from very young yeah you kind of internalize it even when people say oh you don't have to do this but you're still in your back of your head you keep you keep thinking the questions that people ask you or the things that they say you have to and i think for women in particular it's like a, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing um challenge you know especially um even as society be- becomes more progressive it seems to be becoming regressive at the same time we're still as like they're saying oh breaking the glass ceiling for women but then it's just like but i feel like the glass ceiling is becoming lowered you know so like it's becoming more challenging to break the glass ceiling because it's just a bit lower than it was before so so yeah and, and that i think it kind of ties into the end of the film because there's a, a sequence at the irish um, savita she has the same dream at the beginning and i'm just like wondering I hope I hope she really this laughing this time. I, I hope it wasn't a dream. And I think that's the thing with the film. Like for for women, like a lot of this stuff has to do with um, making dreams realities. Like she's like she she she's can't dream. She can't keep dreaming about taking back power. You know, she has to eventually take the power for herself. So I hope the last scene is really her. That it's not a dream. I was really wrapping up. Thank you so much, Fatty. Thank, thank you so much, Jen, for me. talking with me today about your film, A Match. I really did enjoy it and um, there was a point that we didn't have that I wanted to talk about but we didn't have enough time and that's the the, the, the romance it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet romance between the um, Sabina's best friend and this young boy she's talking about there was something you actually mentioned before where um, with regards to like the whole culture is like the parents controlling these interactions but for these young people they're controlling the interactions themselves and i didn't really want to talk about it because it would be like i think it would be a spoiler because it's a nice surprise in the film but i think it's a really good a really good way of showing how technology is actually giving these young people a way to control their own interactions and their own romances and deciding their own fates right so i think I, I love their interactions they were funny like the scene with the parents the two mothers were arguing i'm just like <laughs> that was funny to me but yeah right. but i love that i love that you made sure you added in that that part because i kind of saw it as a way to show how younger generations right. are taking control of their lives and their romances and their room and their i think they're they're not only just romantic interactions but just friendships because you know there are people who say oh you know boys and girls shouldn't be friends but i'm like you don't want to be friends but you want to go just straight into marriage and having children but yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like in small town it's, it's not very uh, uh uh people disapprove like romance yeah. yeah in open like they call it lapra in hindi mm-hmm. it's word called lapra lapra you can say uh, it's, it's like, like um uh, like a like a fiasco. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> so you can't um, romance in open. <laughs> you can't mm. <laughs> in rural area. It, like can be done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining me today. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank back. you so much. Congratulations on your world premiere. <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks. And I hope you, you have a great festival. Rest and pace yourself, because tip can be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I think we're wrapping here. Yeah. One, two, three. Yay. <laughs> so everyone that was another episode of carolyn talks this was my first official interview for the 2023 toronto international film festival and i had the absolute pleasure of speaking with writer and director giant somalakar and producer shafali bushan they were so great to talk to i'm so happy they were my first interview there was a lot of fun to speak to about their film i actually got to i actually ran into them a few times active and also i was able to congratulate them in person for the film winning the net pack award 
at the end of the festival. It was, I'm so happy for them. This is such a good film. And I think it's also a very important film. And I hope that when they get to screen it at home in any and in different communities and at different festivals that they receive all the applause and all the congratulations and celebration for making a film that highlights the struggles of young women in India, teenage girls in India, as well as their family and how patriarchy negatively impacts not only their cultures, but other cultures around the world. Because matchmaking is not only done in India, it's done all around the world in all different cultures by people of different races and ethnicities in different countries. And this film, I think, was very necessary because for me, it made me really think, this is stuff I've thought about before, like how patriarchy does negatively affect men, but I'm glad that this film does show it because I can't, there aren't many films that look at how patriarchy neg- negatively affects young men and, and fathers in this way, you know, with such, I think, a clear-eyed approach as well as such a nuanced approach. So I I appreciate Giant doing that with this film and also just like his cast um, the lead actress Nadini um Shikte, she was fantastic as we as was mentioned in the interview. Like every most of everyone in the cast are novice performers. Like for people who would never acted before, they did a, a I think a phenomenal job. And to be able to win an award like the Netpack Award, which was created for Tiff to highlight Asian stories, I think it was really important. So thank you to Jayan and Shafali for speaking with me. And as I said, this is my first interview for Tiff which means there'll be many more coming. This is the podcast version. So of course, there'll be the video version on my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash at symbol Carolyn underscore Heinz. That's C-R-O-L-Y-N underscore Heinz, H-I-N-D-S. You'll find my other interviews for the New York Asian Film Festival there, as well as the Busan International Short Film Festival. Links are there, but you can also on the Key Crush America site, as well as other written interviews I've done for websites like Joy Sauce and Variety Magazine and Observer on my R3 page. That's R3AUTHORY.com slash Carolyn Hines. Go to my social media at Carrie CNH12, where you can find links and prompts to my previous um, interviews, as well as those for the African American Film Critics Association virtual roundtables. That's the AFCA virtual roundtables where we speak to black creatives in the film and television industry and it's always such a pleasure to get to speak to people making stories about black people by black people and and this year at TIFF I think has been one of probably my best year at TIFF though because I had so much fun meeting people again but I think this was also the first I've gotten to interview so many amazing filmmakers performers producers um and I have other interviews that will be coming that weren't recorded during the festival but will be recorded after so look forward to those as well so I'm going to sign out here so as usual everyone until the next episode of Caroline Talks stay safe bye